Hello, and welcome to this new episode of the Pharmacy Microteachers podcast. This time, in honour of World Patient Safety Day, which this year is focused on medicine safety, we're going to be taking a look at the question, what's the point of a medication safety officer? What are they? What should they be doing? How do you find out who yours is? All important questions, so let's get started. So, as a preliminary, it might be good to cover some of the background. Why is medicine safety important as a separate stream of safety in healthcare? Why should we care? Well, medicines are the most common healthcare intervention. Over a billion prescriptions are dispensed in the UK each year, just in primary care, which is a whole lot of medicines floating around for errors to be made with. And then there's the sheer number of medicines that you could get mixed up. In the BNF, there's around 1,700 different chemical entities listed, and that's before you factor in the different doses, formulations, schedules and presentations that are available for each one, plus the mountain of medicines that aren't in the BNF at all. So it's a very complicated world with a lot of opportunities to get things wrong, and then we roll the dice millions of times a day. So it's actually quite staggering that errors aren't higher For example, it's estimated that there's a serious prescribing error rate of only 0.18% in primary care. But with big baseline numbers, small percentages convert into big numbers themselves, with that 0.18% converting to an estimated 1.8 million prescriptions a year in primary care. And that's before the errors in hospitals or in administration or dispensing are factored in. There's therefore a whole raft of harm that can be caused by medicines, even with everyone doing their best and everyone is doing their best. But whilst we can't get rid of all the risks that using medicines comes with, because if we did, we'd have to stop using medicines completely, so getting rid of all the benefits too, what we can do is we can try to reduce them, which is in line with the World Health Organization Medication Without Harm ambition to reduce severe avoidable harm from medication errors by 50% within five years, which was set in 2017, which was five years ago. So has this been achieved? Google doesn't appear to know, but the WHO website suggested that the financial impact of medication errors was $42 billion a year in 2017, and it's now estimating it at $54 billion a year. So maybe not that much progress. Harm from medicines is practically the definition of a wicked problem. So it may be a good idea to throw some money at it and get some named individuals taking responsibility for aspects of it in individual organisations like, say, a medication safety officer. Which brings us neatly through the preamble to the start. So where should we start? It's probably best to start at the start. That tends to make sense most of the time. So where did the idea of a medication safety officer as an actual person and role with capital letters come from? So, to go back to the start, we need to cast our minds back to 2014, where a national patient safety alert first suggested the concept of a medication safety officer and laid out a requirement for all health organisations to have one. So what was the dream? Well, the dream was to have a named individual in each organisation formally responsible for improving the frequency and quality of medication error reports and to improve the learning from them, which seems quite a sensible thing to do. The thinking was that having a named individual in each organisation would allow the building of skills and knowledge in the area and provide a consistent contact in each organisation so that learning could be cascaded more effectively, both from the centre to all the different providers, and from all the different providers back to the centre. As such, the directive was for the Medication Safety Officer to be an active member of the new National Medication Safety Network to facilitate these improved cascades of information and learning. 
They were also tasked with managing medicine incident reporting in their organisation and improving reporting and learning, and to work as a member of the Medication Safety Committee in their organisation, which would be a multidisciplinary committee, trying to improve safety with medicines within the organisation. Which is all obviously highly interesting for a particular type of person, but it's starting to smell a bit like governance again, which is a very, very important thing within health systems, but has the unfortunate side effect of also making most people switch off and think or hope that it's someone else's problem. So rather than disappearing down the important but boring rabbit hole of what committees they sit on and what bit of the MPSA alerts they're tasked with actioning, it might be better to try to cover how a medication safety officer is useful to the average health service pleb. What can a medication safety officer do for you? So because of all the stuff they're meant to do as listed in the 2014 National Patient Safety Alert, this means that they should have all the links you'll ever need both inside and outside your organisation if you have a medication safety issue. And because they're responsible for ensuring all the new National Patient Safety Alerts are actioned, they'll have both experience and expertise in doing safety-related stuff. So this includes knowledge of what works and what doesn't, as well as things like change management, human factors, quality improvement, audit cycles, to help you have a better chance of affecting change and so making things better and safer for patients. Therefore, even though the governance monolith in your organisation can seem impenetrable to the uninitiated, and the experience of finding stuff out can feel like sitting through the Phantom Menace as they explain the workings of the Trade Federation and the Galactic Senate, your local medication safety officer can act as your personal Liam Neeson, making things that little bit more tolerable. They can help you to navigate the maze and work out who and what can help you with your problem. So that's hopefully a useful whistle-stop tour of the medication safety officers and medication safety in general. Medicines are a huge source of benefit in healthcare, but also a huge source of risk of error. It's therefore important that health organisations have a focus on reducing these risks. In the NHS in England, this is partially delivered by medication safety officers, who are responsible for implementing learning and processes in their organisation that have been cascaded out from the centre, and supporting the inward cascade of potential safety issues and learning from their organisation to the centre so that others can benefit. Aside from all the governancey structure talk, because of their official role and obligations, they should be well connected both within and outside your organisation to know who can help you with particular problems, and have the knowledge and skills developed from doing this role to be able to support both their organisation to put in safe processes around medicines, and to support individual staff to do the right thing with medicines. All in all, there should be a useful colleague to know if you're trying to make things safer with medicines. Do you know who yours is in your organisation? Thanks for listening, and see you next time.